Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. And every Friday, we've got a wonderful feature called Radio for Good, where we highlight the wonderful charities and NGOs around our city who are keeping, uh, who are doing the great work uh, for us. So on today's Radio for Good, we're chatting with Caro Sito, the CEO of Save the Children Hong Kong, and we'll be hearing about their upcoming World Children's Day Fun Carnival, and of course, uh, about uh, the mental well-being of children in our city. Uh, welcome on the program, Carol. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Nori. It's great to see you. Yes, we are live uh, this morning on Facebook also, so I'd love for our listeners uh, to join us there. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. So, Carol, um, for, for some of our listeners who may not have heard of Save the Children Hong Kong uh, or, or about the work that you do, can, can you share uh, sort of uh, what do you do there? Sure. Uh, our organization, Save the Children, uh, is a 100-year-old organization. We are an international charity uh, um, organization that works in Hong Kong and also around 120 countries around the world. Uh, we focus on the most deprived and vulnerable children uh, for wherever we work. So, for example, in Hong Kong, uh, we established a center in Samsuibo serving a lot of uh, children living in subdivided flats, and we also work in other low-income districts. And around the world, uh, we have a couple of thematic areas. We focus on child health, education, and also child protection issues. So, for example, we have uh, in Hong Kong, we have uh, positive parenting classes. Uh, we have a zero tolerance on child abuse issues. So this is something that is very close to our heart and uh, protecting the children from harm. And around the world, for example, we work a lot on um, support projects, for example, in Asia, in uh, in Cambodia, we we are in the remote villages teaching parents how to take care of the the babies, so the young child. Uh, also in in China, in mainland China and Yunnan, you know we'll have migrant population and we give the adolescent uh, um, employability skills. And so we work in uh, emergency and also non-emergency situations. So when there are humanitarian crises around the world, uh, safety children is always the first ones on the ground. Uh, Ukraine, we're there. In fact, we're very proud. We actually just sent one of our colleagues uh, from Hong Kong, our social workers, wow. all the way to Ukraine to help out. And, and it was a wonderful, wonderful uh, a secondment opportunity for our staff. Uh, right now, Pakistan, you know, a couple of months ago, one third of the country is underwater with, with the, the floods. floods yes. If the children is there. Afghanistan, a couple months ago, they had the earthquake, and last year, Taliban took over. So all these crisis situations, Save the Children is always there. Yeah, it's, And we are very proud that we are able to help children in Hong Kong and around the world. It's amazing the amount of outreach work that you do uh, uh, around the world. Um, I wish there was no need for it, but it's so it's it's really good that you know resources are available uh, for these children in need. In Hong Kong locally, what other outreach work do you do? So you run also parenting workshops to help uh, parents be, be, be better parents. Yeah, definitely. And it's very sad. Of course, the last couple of years, you hear a lot of child abuse cases, uh, you know, uh, almost a year ago. And then um, just recently. Uh, you know, yes. yes, very recently. Yeah. Don't need to uh, uh, mention those cases. Uh, so we have parenting workshops uh, actually as parallel uh, classes for the parents and also for the children. So the children know how to protect themselves. You know, what does it mean for violence, physical violence or verbal violence, uh, neglect, all those situations where they seek help and parents for them to use uh, nonviolent communication skills. 
And then we actually also have uh, what we call child safeguarding services. We go into child-facing organizations and help them with their policy uh, development uh, and also training their staff how to protect children from harm. Um, so we have positive parenting classes. Uh, another area that we are actually very vact- very active in is uh, mental well-being. Yes. When to well-being for children in Hong Kong around the world, especially given the you know last couple of years with COVID, people stuck at home, it really has a devastating impact on children's mental health. And so we have been very very active uh, organizing workshops, you know, arts and sports, different types of you know play activities for kids. Um, and um, this is the area that you know we have been expanding in. That's so good to hear on on two fronts. You know, f- to help the parents because you know with abuse we know that part of it is is what's learned. Perhaps parents were were victims of of abuse, of verbal abuse or physical abuse yeah. when they were little, and it's so important to break the cycle and for them to learn nonviolent cu- to communication for our our next generation and also for children to learn how to recognize these signs also it's very important because many abused children actually they you would think that they would tell others but uh, they don't uh i mean last last year as a five-year-old girl it was so sad you know it really brought a public outcry you know when when the girl was discovered a couple years ago of course last year the the parents were uh, sentence, yeah. uh, you know, was over a hundred injuries on her body, and over the years, people must have seen it. You know, community members, um, you know, Schools, when the, the kids go to school, exactly. But unfortunately, people may have uh, turned a blind eye, and sometimes people think that they will get the kid in more trouble if they report, if they uh, do something, and 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 that's the attitude and that's the culture that we want. To see. Absolutely, and and also I think with with Asian cultures, there's a there's a thing like with, with minding your own business. But when something like this happens, you absolutely yes. have to call out. You know, violence is unacceptable on any front. You wouldn't hit a colleague. You wouldn't hit anybody you disagreed with. Why on earth would you hit a defenseless child? Um, so yeah, it absolutely, absolutely needs to be called out. Yeah. Yes, and it's, it's very appalling that actually in twenty uh, twenty one the the number of child abuse cases was at an all-time high, over a thousand cases. It was a 45% increase over the previous year. And this is a very, very sad situation. And so we all have a role to play, you know, NGOs and schools and professionals and community members. uh, We just cannot turn a blind eye. Absolutely. How do you think the pandemic actually uh, affected the the numbers? You know, is it because everybody was stuck? I mean, how, how did it affect it? Yeah, I'm, I mean, in Hong Kong, we de- did see the increase in child abuse cases. Around the world also, we have done surveys, you know, actually, even the uh, first year of COVID, 2020, Safety Children did a, a, a huge survey actually with parents and also children across 46 countries. And it did show that, you know, with uh, school closure and a lot of social distancing restrictions and many people are stuck at home, uh, the, the amount of stress has gone up to impact people's uh, well-being. Uh, and uh, the risk of violence on children has increased. Uh, and that's very unfortunate. And parents have told us ourselves that, you know, they 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 tend to use more violent uh, communication because they are stressed themselves. So a lot of times, actually, when we work with parents, uh, we stress self-care as well because they have to take care of themselves. 
Exactly. Also under these stressful situations. If we look after ourselves, then we'll be better people and better parents to, to, to our children. Um, well, speaking to uh, speaking about, you know, protecting children, ha- helping children have a good time and be better to them. I know that Save the Children Hong Kong, you're organizing a wonderful World Children's Day fun carnival at the West Kowloon Cultural District uh, next weekend on, on the 19th uh, to the right. 20th. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about that? Yeah, uh, World Children's Day uh, falls on November 20th every year. And this is our signature event. And this time we are so pleased that we are able to do it in the West Kowloon uh, Cultural District. And it's at High Lawn, uh, right outside of Empress. And World Children's Day, uh, of course, is a day for children and has actually special significance for us because uh, Safety Children's uh, founder, Eglantine Beth, was the one who drafted the the Declaration of the Rights of the Child that was eventually adopted by the United Nations in 1959. So this is the day, actually, November 20th, that commemorates uh, this special moment. Um, so this year, we're very proud to do a fun carnival. Uh, we recognize that it really has been a tough year for children in Hong Kong and around the world for a number of years uh, because of the pandemic, because of conflicts, because of climate change and all these reasons. So we want to promote, uh, you know, with a fun ca- uh, carnival, the power of arts. And uh, the theme of this year's event is hearts, minds and reimagine. And hearts with the capitalized ARTS with art. Oh, yes. Um, That's so clever. Yes. <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> yes. That's great. So uh, um, we want to put the focus on the most vulnerable children around the world. We recognize that they have been under a lot of stress and pressure. And we want to nurture their minds and nurture their hearts. And all of us together reimagine a brighter future for those most uh, underprivileged and most deprived children. Yeah. And that's what this event is all about. That's amazing. And it's, you know, a, a great time for parents to really uh, bond with their children um, also. So when they come to the carnival, what can be expected? Lots of art. W- what can they do around there? Yeah, we have a lot of game booths set up. So a lot of uh, games for, for children to play. And we have workshops, some arts workshops that they can learn some new skills and drawing. We have balloon twisting, we have face painting, we'll have uh, stage performances also, uh, you know, some schools, dance video uh, studios, uh, they will come actually on stage. Uh, so we have tons of uh, activities planned out uh, next uh, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So how, you know, how do, arts is such a big part of our lives. How, how does it actually help children in particular enhance their mental well-being and mental health? Mm, very much so. We, we save the children. We believe in the power of arts around the world. We actually have a curriculum. We called it Hearts, and it's healing and education through arts. Um, oh, wow. uh, arts is so powerful because you can help children express themselves and recognize their feelings, and it's really uh, a proven that it has therapeutic value. Uh, you can create that safe space for children to express and actually recognize their feelings, because especially little ones sometimes they don't know what it means to be angry or sad or jealous or, or, or unhappy. So recognizing those feelings and use different types of art forms, whether it's painting or drama or dance or music, they can express themselves. So it's enhancing that self-awareness also. And then also controlling and, and managing uh, uh, their emotions. 
Uh, and we have also seen, you know, in our classes around the world, and it's also proven and speaking to a lot of art therapists, also has the benefits of uh, improving children's uh, self-esteem and confidence because they get to, you know, learn more about themselves and also use expressive arts to communicate with one another. Uh, so, of course, arts is a fun entertainment also. It's, it's play. And so we really stress that arts has... Uh, and it's a powerful means to help children heal uh, and also help children learn. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's such a great way for children to express themselves. I mean, my, my two-year-old, um, she wasn't speaking very, very well before. And something had happened. Her sister, my, my eldest, had done something to her. And she was so angry, my, uh, my two-year-old. Ah. And, I, and she was just crying and screaming. So I took a piece of paper and I was like, okay, can you show me how angry you are? And then she just took the crayon and she was just like, and I, I said, I can see how angry you are. I can see you're really upset. And I think that actually was really therapeutic for her to be able to express oh, it. Oh, that's wonderful. And I'd read it in a book and I thought, oh, it's not going to work until I really tried it. And she really that's was able to communicate how angry and it was a big red crayon, her favorite color. And yeah, and I thought, wow. And and afterwards, she really did calm down and with, with the that's validation. That's yeah. So arts really yeah. have a good, great, great place. That's, that's great. Sometimes we have different activities. We, we you know, uh, we, we call it the emotions book. You know, have the children draw out different emotions, have them recognize what is anger, what is sadness, yes. what is happiness. And then you, you can re remind them, actually, you can draw different cards um, so they get to express and they also know how to communicate and, you know, e express yeah. That's right. Um, and uh, w apart from the one in uh, West Kowloon Cultural District, do you have another um, event uh, happening as well uh, in Wan Chai, I think? We do, actually. <laughs> it's it's a big weekend for us. Uh, also at uh, Li Tung Avenue uh, in Wan Chai, uh, they are uh, doing a, a, a marketplace there. So we actually also have a, a booth. And so over wow, so busy. Uh, from next weekend onwards up until actually the beginning of December, uh, we'll have a booth there. And we also organize workshops uh, on two Saturdays and two Sundays, a photography workshop and another one uh, with uh, making tote bags. So it's also, yes, yes, have, having these arts uh, and, and teaching uh, the children and adults, you know, join together. So it's a nice parent-child activity. Uh, how to uh, do these things Fantastic. And, you know, and promote mental well-being. Excellent. Well, Carol, thank you so much to you and your team and the wonderful work that you're doing around our city, Hong Kong, and also, you know, Save the Children, just, you know, working globally also. How can we find out more about your work um, for the upcoming carnival, which is happening, by the way, uh, in the West Kowloon Cultural District on the 19th and the 20th of November? Um, and it's a great time for children to celebrate World Children's Day on the 20th. Um, have you got any social media we can follow your work on? Yes, we have a Facebook page for Safety Children Hong Kong. And do visit our website, safetychildren.org uh, uh, slash Hong Kong. And uh, we have all our information on the World Children's Day. And the one at West Kowloon, actually, the tickets are almost sold out. So uh, please come join us. And we we will be there in uh, Wan Chai as well on Litong Avenue. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, uh, Carol Sito, for joining us. Uh, Carol Sito is the chair of Save the Children uh, Hong Kong. Thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to inviting you back on next time. Thank you. Thank you, Noreen.